Star Wars 7x7 episode 2367. Today, we are addressing the question of whether we've seen the last of Grogu in The Mandalorian now that he has taken off with Luke Skywalker in the season 2 finale. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So Chris Taylor, who is the author of the book How Star Wars Conquered the Universe and he is a senior editor over at Mashable, he wrote an article and it was kind of ironic in a way because he had previously written a thing calling Grogu or Baby Yoda, if you will, the being of the decade and yet this new article that he wrote with the finale of season two of The Mandalorian behind us talked about how how he believes that Grogu should not appear again in The Mandalorian and should not appear basically even on screen in live action, that he believes that his story should be continued in some other form, i.e. comic books or novels or an animated series. Animated, I was going to say animation, that's why it sounded weird like that. And at the very least that he shouldn't be seen again in his 50-year-old form. So specifically, the implication for that is that he should not appear in The Mandalorian again. And I have to say, I don't see any particular story angle where that's possible. Of course, they could invent this stuff. But really, how is Grogu going to come back? Is he going to be stolen from Luke Skywalker? In which case, I can't imagine Luke is just going to let him go. Is he going to run away from Luke Skywalker and tell Luke, I don't want anything to do with you? And if he does that... Well, he has to be able to get back to the Mandalorian on his own, which I don't think he's capable of doing. And so, under what other circumstances are we going to possibly have Grogu back in? Moff Gideon has more blood from Grogu, so unless they screw up with all the experiments that they're doing, they don't have to go for him a third time. And it does seem like that would be kind of pushing the creative storytelling envelope. Really? You gotta go after him again? And the thing that we also have to consider is that Baby Yoda is ultimately a hook for the Mandalorian for all intents and purposes. I've said it on the show before that the start of this show isn't as compelling if the character that the Mandalorian rescues in the very first episode is anyone except Baby Yoda, unless it's Luke Skywalker, but then that seems really weird. No, I cannot think of and would love to hear if you have an idea for another character that the Mandalorian could have rescued at the beginning of the season, another species, another anything that would have made it as compelling as what Baby Yoda represented for the start of the series. And that's actually sort of the point. The point is that as much of a compelling narrative possibility as Baby Yoda presented, what ultimately is really happening is about what's going on with the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian is like Boba Fett in his way, a simple man trying to make his way in the universe, but he has this connection to a Mandalorian covert who is in hiding, or which is in hiding, and would very much like to restore their way of life and go back to Mandalore and get things back to the way they're supposed to be, but they're unable to do it, and then by the end of season one, they've been scattered. And yet, the Mandalorian has gone from you know supporting this covert and being only about his bounty hunting activities 
to something greater. He's actually touched something more deeply emotionally within himself. And now he has to go on a larger quest. And that has to do with reuniting baby Grogu with his kind. But the process that he decides to choose to go through with it is by connecting with other Mandalorians. Like he is actually trying to connect with other coverts and reestablish his connection with the Mandalorian culture. And he has done that to a degree with Bo-Katan Kryze and her friends Saska and Axe and I'm sure there's going to be a lot more that comes out of this because I imagine that Bo-Katan is probably in touch with other Mandalorians and there is the question of the existing covert that got scattered and who might have survived it, including somebody from Clan Vizsla who is also out there and also would consider themselves somebody who should, pause Vizsla, should probably consider himself as someone who has a rightful claim on the Darksaber and would fight to be able to get it. So the pattern that starts to reveal itself is that in season one, the Mandalorian is attached to a covert that is in hiding and trying to make it so nobody knows that they are there. And he is doing this bounty hunting work, but season one breaks him out of that pattern and gets him out into the wide world and breaks him away from that covert. Season two broadens his horizons, makes him connect with other Mandalorians who think differently about Mandalorian culture, challenge the way that he operates within his Mandalorian code or his idea of that code and expands it. So now we have season three where not only has he expanded his ideas about it and come into contact with others who think differently, now he's going to be challenged in the way that he integrates with that culture or is he going to integrate with that culture or is he going to connect with you know others and become a leader in his own right whereas he was just off doing his own thing and that argues in favor of an idea that we've talked about on the show previously the possibility that this whole series which is going to last at least four seasons according to Giancarlo Esposito that would be Moff Gideon but probably even a couple more maybe even five but the situation is that we believe that Mandalorians are not in control of Mandalore anymore and it seems like if Moff Gideon has the Darksaber then the Imperial Remnant of which he is a part is in charge of Mandalore and that Imperial Remnant may be larger than just Moff Gideon. He may be just one link in that chain. The overall energy of this is trending in the direction of the Mandalorian becoming someone who leads Mandalorians to retake Mandalore for themselves by the end of this series. Then when they talk about a climactic event, a climactic story event that all of these shows are going to lead into, not just the Mandalorian, but also Rangers of the New Republic and Ahsoka and the Book of Boba Fett, well, a battle for Mandalore would be quite the climactic story event, I would say. And as far as that climactic story event thing goes, that's really the only situation in which I can see Grogu returning and you know, depending on how fast his species matures, I feel like Luke Skywalker would have to return with him in that situation. So yeah, I do believe that we're not necessarily going to see Grogu or Luke Skywalker in The Mandalorian again, but whatever the climactic story event is, I do think that there is a decent chance that 
if it is a battle for Mandalore, that we could see Luke and Grogu make a cameo appearance, if you will, a la Avengers Infinity War and Endgame, right? Something like that. I mean, that's kind of what we're leading up to in a way, a sort of MCU type of situation. But I'd love to hear what you think. If you think that we are going to see Grogu and Luke Skywalker again, either in the Mandalorian series or as part of whatever the climactic story event is that all four of these series are building up to, or if you think that we're just not going to see them again for many, 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 many years when they start telling stories that are hundreds of years in the future from the sequel trilogy when Grogu has grown up a little bit and can be off on his own recognizant. So let me know wherever you find a comment section for this show where you're catching it or at home base for the show at sw7x7.com. And that is going to do it for the show today. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2020 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.